Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Six glorious seconds of Aquaman from Justice League. Will we have a Green Lantern cameo in Justice League? And please refer to it as the Oscar award-winning Suicide Squad. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. You know, it's always a mystery as to whether or not we're going to get music to start off. Yeah, it's true. The greatest mystery of all time. Every week we wait for it, and then it doesn't happen, or it does happen, so we just have to do the fist thing and just hope for the best. Must solve. That's yeah. it. Welcome, everybody. This is the DC Movie News Show right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. we got a full squad in the room. Let's just get right to it. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter and Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Mike Kalinowski, once again, not with us. He is busy uh, putting in that work, right? That's where he is. That yeah. work. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. More uh, Doing he, good things. You better be watching him on Jane the Virgin. If you're not watching him, then you just go straight to hell. All right? <laughs> We're very proud of him. So he's not here again this week, but he's here in spirit, of course. And he was very excited for that Suicide Squad Oscar Award winning. Hey, Al. Nobody deserves it more than Mikey Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for a while, Squad was defeating uh, La La Land. Right, there was a, there was yeah. a time during the Academy Awards when Suicide Squad had more wins than La La Land. Sure yeah, it? it's a brief moment. It's so wild because if what happened at the end hadn't happened at the end, we still would have had so much to talk about of the Oscars. Like yeah. there were still so many moments, so many speeches, so many surprises, like Suicide Squad being yeah. Oscar winning, people getting Moana fired, getting hit in the head. Moana, yeah, but nobody. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that was a whack. KO'd and keeping the note. Good is that girl? Yeah, she's good know, and right? she's pretty she's and she's perfect. And, and she's I love like her. sixteen, but not. Yeah. That is the point. The point is, Suicide Squad might have had the headline the next morning. It might have been that. And yes. they got robbed, sir. Why I would they have had the headline? Be, like, Suicide Squad upset. is Oscar dominated with 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, is Oscar winning? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that happens a lot, though, with movies like that, because it's a it's a it's a makeup award or an effects award that doesn't necessarily translate to quality of film. I think you see a lot of technical awards, but it was still an upset, especially with Star Trek. Like right. everyone was, was it? losing yes. their minds. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised. I, I really wasn't. Um, you know, if not, for nothing else, in the Killer Croc alone. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised, but I was the only person excited in the entire Oscars party I was at. I was riv- I was stoked, but I mean, let's be honest, the, the makeup has nothing to do with the film. So right. They, the makeup job was incredible. It you had a cast of, of nine people, if you want to include Slipknot, who was in it for 78 seconds. But, you know, it, it was it was a great piece of work. Yeah, and you had Diablo, you had Joker, you had yeah. Croc, you had uh, uh, Enchantress. Enchantress. Oh, yeah. There's that's a lot of makeup. Enchant- I love your Enchantress dance. Yeah. The choreographer should have won for Enchantress dance. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But, but it is interesting now, and not saying this is the only thing that matters, and I'm sure that some people say it doesn't matter at all, mm. that DC does have many more Oscars than Marvel, Marvel does now. Yeah. Always in the past year, so two. I, mean, but this is I think the we thing. have six and this they have two This is the thing, though, is DC is grittier and darker and more along the yeah. lines of what the Oscars are about. The Oscars don't really 
nominate things that I feel like Marvel, while they make really good movies, mm-hmm. isn't necessarily what the Academy is looking for, even think, as far as technical things. I don't think Marvel gives a damn. They're making plenty of money. No. Yeah. The people enjoy their films. By the way, let's do the intros. Uh, at Jay Quasso, <laughs> Johnny LaQuasso here. That dude right there, the host of Man vs. Child on the FYI Network and FX Movie Download on FX. He is the first mocker for Doghouse Restaurants and a friend of ours. He's at Adam Gertler. So good to be here today. Is that Namaste? Yes, Namaste. I'm very peaceful. And if you think that this is a really great The Flash shirt, you're watching the wrong show. Yes, that's true. Good job. (laughs) Yeah, some might say swerve. Yeah, total swerve. (laughs) And next to him is the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show and the host of TV Fights on Screen Junkies. She's waving like she's a princess because she is one. Find her on Twitter at Roxy Stryer because she's Roxy Stryer. Oh, I'm just a crown jewel over here, you know, <laughs> waving like a crown jewel. Flawless accent. Thank you. Thank Flawless. you. Follow that, Elena. Oscar winning accent. <laughs> and next to her, she's an amazing actress, host, cosplayer. She let me borrow a Revolutionary War jacket last week for a commercial callback. Oh, how'd that work a, out? I, had, got I got the callback. Dang. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think I booked. They probably went way older. I don't think I look like Alexander Hamilton. But you got that jacket, don't I got the callback. I got the jacket. She even gave me the pants. I didn't wear the pants, but she gave them to me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Follow her at Elena Jordan. She's Elena Jordan. <laughs> I'm Elena Jordan. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, before we even go Suicide Squad Oscar talk, because we could talk all day, Aquaman. Yeah! Yes! Let's, let's watch, let's watch, let's watch, let's watch. We got some Aquaman footage. Zack let's watch Snyder, the, the six seconds. So old ZS gifted us with six seconds of... Uh, Aquaman from On Justice his birthday, League. right? Yeah. He was like working on my birthday. We got a present birthday. for his birthday. Well, really on my cool. birthday. Working, working on my birthday. So, question. Is this Aquaman footage for sure, or is it Justice League Justice. footage? I think people think it's Justice League, because yeah. that is what he's directing. That's what's yes. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's underst- it would be understandable that, like, Juan probably contributed, but they're coming up with, like, sort of the uh, visual template that they're going to use in Aquaman, right? Yeah. Like You're saying that James Wan, obviously, is part of this, but... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, basically, the way that they're moving underwater and the and Atlantis is going to be a huge part of James Wan's, James, James right. Wan's movie, so he had to contribute, you know, because he's going to adapt that. And I would think Wan's got to be involved, because that was one of the big question marks, is how is Aquaman going to function? Because we've never quite seen a movie like mm-hmm. this. It ain't going to be Waterworld. You know? uh, no, it is not. So are we about to take a look at it right now? As soon as... Alright, yeah. we're coming out. Oh my god, this is very exciting. Yeah. And here, After we watch the advertisement. Don't blink. <laughs> don't blink. Go in a moment. Oh, yeah. Is it, so it going to be... Oh, no, no this is Nick. We don't want to watch this. This is not that's, that's nice that this that's Brandon him. Davis and talking this is about him. it. This is him talking about it and then showing two different p- images, but he's not actually showing the footage. So no. it's six oh, seconds here. of Aquaman that we're looking for. Okay. So what did you guys think of the footage while we uh, look 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 for it? It's impressive. I'm so excited. Yeah? It, I think it did exactly what it was intended to do, which was to get everybody hyped up. I think we got Zack Snyder's birthday present, and I think... His presence, how excited everybody is. So you're pleased with the movement, what you saw out of those six seconds? I think it's cool. cool. What we didn't see is communication. How do they communicate True. underwater? Great. That was exactly what I was just going to ask. Yeah. So they're Sims characters. Like that. Yeah. It's going to be like Finding Nemo. Like, I speak whale. One if by land and two if by sea. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I thought that it was really awesome. And this is not me being negative. This is just a comment. It kind of looked like animatronics to me. Like, the movement of it all was a little 
stiff going doing the. Uh, well, Momoa is a stiff gentleman. No, I. I <laughs> but this obviously this isn't a finished result. This is just it got me super amped, and the yeah. way that it visually looked was so cool. But it kind of looked like. Like, or I don't know, even like a little doll was in there and he was like bending, going forward. Well, don't forget, this is not necessarily a finished product. Right. Well, I, that's what I opened with. Yeah, right. Yeah. This, of course, this is him. This is actually. I don't get so much crap. An initial this. render. I loved it, guys. I loved it. Please yeah. don't hear anything and other then, than that. And of course, so, so then we see somebody with a spear that I know many people think is uh, Orm. If, uh, Steve, if you're looking for it, I know it's on Zack Snyder's Twitter, if nothing else. Or his Instagram, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, just you let us know, know when you he, got it. He uses that weird ish. Zack Snyder uses that weird app. What? I don't know what it is. We but, always but, but he links to it on his Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Ocean Master with the trident in there. Right. So, there's a lot of controversy online about whether this is for sure Ocean Master, which I thought was weird because I thought it was confirmed that it was. Yeah. But I saw a lot of people being like pulling a Johnny Swerve. Swerve, swerve, swerving McCurvy thing. It was too easy. Yeah, Too I mean, if, you, if you're looking yeah. at the, just look at this still shot right here. I mean, who Adam, else? you're saying you're saying not too easy. No, I, I, I just don't, I don't know why that's too easy. Well, just because it's too obvious a guess, yes. I guess. Or yeah, I that's mean, what it, they're yeah, saying. I listen. I your guess is as good as mine. I think Ocean Master's a good guess. I mean, if you're looking at it, who do you think else? Would, who else? Yeah. Would it, oh, let's see. Here it is. Boom. Oh, it looks cooler than it looked it on my yeah. Cool. yeah, I think yeah. The movement, it still is so freaking cool. It's really like cool. A, I mean, this I is going to be a whole movie. in an aquarium. Yeah, I think it looks moving. very fluid, pun intended. I'm impressed. I don't know how you do that. Now, do you think, is that a total CG Momoa? I think, mm, oh, I don't no. know. No. 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 What do you mean? He's in an aquarium tank. Think about it. Yeah. But how is he moving like that? Nobody moves like that. I think he's yes. got, you can do yeah. a little bit, of, dude, you can do a little bit of that in the water. Yeah, absolutely. Is he being pulled with a is cable? It has wires? It almost looks like wire it could work. Be wires. I think it's underwater wire work. Yeah. That but then how me. can you do long shots if the guy's actually underwater? Like, how are they doing this? There could be a quick cut right after that. Yeah. Because I think they're going to try and do as much real stuff underwater as possible. I think so, too. It's just going to be a lot more complicated. But if they have long shots underwater, then they're going to have to use CGI. Like, they're not going to have him breathing. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, for the parts they can do, I think they're going to try and make it as real as possible. Just, you know, it it makes it more complicated. But, I mean, think about the mermaids. that They have, like, the mermaid bars and stuff Uh, where they have actual people who entertain for long periods of time. You go down, you... Breathe in your oxygen, you come back up. That's true. Going back for a second when we were talking Benjamin about who Markman else Benjamin Workman is be. saying mocap. That this is all mocap, and is it perhaps? Is it? Yeah. If you okay. think about how they did the anti gravity in what was that movie? Gravity. Gravity. Okay, <laughs> that was all mocap. Sure. There was not yeah. zero gravity. That to me is a great call. Yeah, it must be like that. So they're going to basically do everything. Yeah, they're not going to do a lot of it underwater. It's going to be mocap. It's going to be motion capture, hmm. but using. They're actual instead of so instead of like you know Andy Circus where you're putting an ape over him, the digital makeup is going to be him. But then everything else, the scene, the way that's going to be rendered has got to be uh, what's digital. Like putting the water there. The water is not what is really not what's there. Am I right? Chat roll. Come on. Now Lemon says say? Lemon says it looks like a statue of the dead yeah. king. Yeah. So Serenity Q twenty six. I'm with you, Sarion. It looks like a statue. It's stone and not moving. Maybe a statue yeah, of Neptune yeah. or Poseidon, who they worship. I, I don't think that's Ocean Master. I think yeah. it's a statue. It's him going to pay respects, perhaps, or I don't know. But I, I think it'd be. I don't think they would give away Ocean Master. Doesn't look like a would. statue to you guys. 
I, you know, I can't, I can't tell, tell because it's a test. You just don't know. I mean, so you know, it's quick. not meant to be. Yeah. And test footage, too. I mean, think how many times they do put a placeholder and then, you know, you don't really. Yeah, if you pause it, I mean, it's. I don't think they would give away Ocean Master in a six second Zack Snyder birthday clip. I really don't. All right. Well, that, that could be a good call. I, I I have no strong opinion about who that is on the chair, but, but have you I, I thought interested. for sure it was until just now. I'm very interested <laughs> to hearing about how they're actually doing this, how they're making it look underwater, and I can't what wait is, to see all the behind the scenes about uh, Aquaman. What is the dude in the front doing? That's, I think that's, that's, Snyder. that's Snyder on his phone. I, I think he's know. recording it. Yeah, on his iPhone. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> But the the footage that's actually released is not what he's recording on his iPhone. It is of him recording on his iPhone. Yeah. Somebody's shooting him recording yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. Interesting. Anyway, it looks cool. Um, so, you know, it's interesting to see, like, where we're going to find Arthur Curry in Justice League. From what we saw in that trailer that we saw, it looks like he's still very much undercover. Maybe not like a king. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so which opens up. That's what is probably the early on in the film. So, I wonder if the Aquaman movie is going to be a straight-up continuation from Justice League point forward. Or if it's going to be like Wonder Woman taking a step back and telling a different story. Interesting. Chat what do you guys think? And also, Justice League post-production... Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. And there's, we've seen plenty of pictures of him in water. So, I mean, there, there's got to be a lot. We are very well, close to getting a Justice League trailer, too, by the way. I believe... I mean, is that like another uh, story we had? I believe there was... Uh, Zack Snyder was quoted as saying something about there being another Justice League trailer soon. Well, no, I didn't see I mean, that. We're already in early March. We got Wonder Woman in three months. And then Justice League in another... It's in November. How many months are in a year? You don't think we're going <laughs> to wait until Comic-Con? I don't think so. No way. <laughs> wow, you think it's too far? July's too far. We're July's not make it too far. Yeah. So you think before Wonder Woman? I do think before Wonder what Woman. About... Do you think literally before Wonder Woman? Like oh, yeah. in uh, uh, movies? Uh, like... Yeah, definitely. It'll be playing with Wonder Woman. So if Wonder Woman comes out uh, June what twenty four ninety three days. Now, what do you think about Comic Con? Maybe we get a newer trailer at Comic Con. A long. Maybe we get a thirty second teaser up until Comic Con. Then bam. I'm I'm calling Justice League trailer in April, sometime in the month of April. I think that's what I say. Hmm. Wow. What do you guys think? Do you think that's long? That's, I think we're we're going after that. I think that's too soon. Yeah, I think that's too soon. But that's only that's. It's uh, in a month. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's really soon. But that's the then that's only uh, what is it like uh, five six months before it opens. For, there hasn't been a single official Justice League trailer. Yeah, well, that trailer that we saw true. from Comic Con was a sneak peek, not an official right. trailer. That's true. So usually you get like a year, you know, you get a year, ten months out. I mean, we're already we're already ten months out. So you're before. saying it's dropping tomorrow? I'm saying it can happen anywhere from <laughs> tomorrow to April. I'm putting a bet on that. If you're watching this at home, I'm saying within thirty days from today you have a Justice League trailer. Who dares challenge me? Who dares challenge the might of Shazam? That's right. Who may or you may mean not that have weird a flash symbol. Who may oh, or yeah, may not have a feature film coming out. Yes. No, I think we're gonna get something at Comic Con. Maybe a newer version of Justice League trailer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we might even uh, get some uh, more may- Aquaman stuff at that point. I, I think. I think the big thing. Bless you. I think at Comic Con we're gonna get. Maybe a new. Here's what I want from Comic Con: a new, um, uh, uh, a new layout. You know, a new. Uh, That's what I was thinking. What's it called sure. with the whole uh, list of all the movies coming out? A slate. A slate. New slate. Salute. Yep. You want a non-swerving slate? 
I want the new updated slate at Comic-Con talking Nightwing, talking Gotham City Sirens, talking... But do we think that we made a mistake announcing a slate in the first place, so maybe we shouldn't repeat that mistake because we don't actually know what we're doing yet? If you do it right, though, if you do know what you're doing, then maybe it is the right thing to but do. But that's kind of a lot, I think, to be like, hey, I need this I, brand new slate, bye. I don't think we can announce a slate until we have Justice League, because we're yeah. going to know which characters are popular from Justice okay. League, and therefore we're going to know if we need a cyborg movie or not. Yeah. Very true. This is pretty much the only thing. Well, we, we are see. getting a Suicide Squad 2, and also congratulations to Suicide Squad for winning Best Makeup and Hairstyle in the Oscar. Alessandro Bertolazzi, Giorgio Gregorini, and Christopher Nelson. Who knew Italians were so good at makeup? I mean, I did. Yeah. they're all beautiful. Yeah. Hot people, good at makeup. Yep, goes oh, back yeah. to the opera, right? I mean, they've been doing it a long that time. That too. That's true. First Oscar for a DC movie since The Dark Knight in 2009. Well deserved. And does anybody know what else besides best actor? Was it best actor or best supporting actor that he Best supporting actor. Okay, and so and was that the only thing that best Dark Knight got? Best sound editing. Okay. Richard King got okay. sound editing. Didn't get a cinematography, though? Mm-mm. So sure. It was have. nominated though, I think, yeah. right? But it didn't win. I love the scale. I think that's going to be Channel One best picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you anything know, else you want to say about Suicide Squad? I mean, yay! Great makeup. What is this? Some uh, sort of Oscar? Some sort of. So, uh, yeah, obviously, I mean, are we talking about Mel Gibson at some point with we regard already, to Suicide Squad too? Because he was like there and all happy face. I heard your well, tirade about Mel Gibson last week. So, and, you said and it. as a Jew, you disagree. It's not that I that I disagree. I just I am very confused. It's a very confused place yeah. to be because it's like here. Here's the thing. I know that he's an asshole because of what I've heard the guy say. Sure. And I also know that he might not be the biggest asshole. Oh, there are bigger assholes. Yeah. Probably. I just haven't heard them. You know what I mean? So it's like you know he's the worst thing is I was like I've heard what he says. It's hard for me to look past it and say just enjoy his film. But I've been thinking about seeing Hacksaw Ridge. I mean, that's it was a, very good. So you saw that. So, I saw so you for, don't have a problem saw, seeing his I movies. I saw it for work. Had I not had to see it for work, I wouldn't have seen it. Uh, and as I said before, he's ridiculously talented. I've never said anything other than yeah. that. Yeah, ridiculously talented people. But I mean, everywhere. same reason that yeah. I am very opposed to Casey Affleck getting an Oscar. He's very talented. Yeah. I don't think he should have been awarded. I think that, that was be, a very awkward is he a moment. a person? Uh, um, yeah. He has two charges of sexual sexual um, assault. Ho- in, no, 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 no. Sexual harassment. Harassment. Which is very different than sexual yes. assault. And everybody well, one saying. was yeah. one was assault that was then lowered to harassment. Both were settled out of court. But the wow. fact of the matter is, yeah. Reed Larson, who is a huge advocate for the rights of people who have been victims of sexual assault, of who was nominated and won for playing a rape victim, then had to award uh. him and refused to clap. Yeah. And, Jesus. but yeah, but I mean, it's that was kind of an indicator. Then they also showed Mel Gibson right after. It was kind of, indi- I think, an indicator of them saying, yeah, personal the, things aren't going uh, to affect. What was the amazing comment we got in the YouTube? The YouTube last week. Oh, like, about how you were a bad Jew because oh, you yeah. advocated um, sexual assault. Uh, uh, no, you advocated uh, uh, adultery. Oh, adultery. Yeah, which I didn't. I didn't understand I didn't know why I, you did I that. I didn't know I did, but I, I didn't either. So you yeah. choose your commandments. Oh, right, so yeah. the, the point is, like, amazing. As far as Gibson goes, like I know he's not a fan of this stuff. I know he hates the genre. That being said, Apocalypto is kind of like a superhero film. Braveheart is a superhero film. The guy's got epic scale. He's made uh, all the Mad Max movies until the most recent one like yeah he'd probably make a good movie but I still hope they pick someone else Me because too. Yeah, I agree it's Me not too. worth the trouble it yeah. just isn't because worth the trouble fuck him yeah. uh, you I'm know there's other people that are talented too he had his run yeah. go yeah. be quiet and go away I'm right. hoping there's enough backlash that they'll but, take yeah. that into well, it was consideration it's interesting what you were just talking about 
him at the Oscars because we know he it maybe oh is being he's quoted. got like perma happy face. His face Ugh. his face looked a little bit like the Joker's. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm just yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great to make a movie. I love everybody. You know that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Okay. Anyway. Well, you know who is worth the trouble? That would be Benjamin Workman and his wife Vanessa Petty. Happy birthday! Want to give you a shout out? Oh, hello, oh. Benjamin. I wouldn't recommend throwing out your wife's age like you just did to everybody on the internet. You just said flat out how old she is. So don't. That's he's twenty one because she looked good. No, I'm sure she does, but most women don't like that. All right. Well, but then again, you're married. She has to deal with you. Yeah, so no problem. How's your marriage going? I got absolutely nothing. Exactly. <laughs> nothing exactly. I've done. I could so, probably, yeah. So clearly, Workman and Vanessa are well adjusted. They're very people. comfortable with each other. Yes, for is, you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Way to go. <laughs> hey, uh, has David Ayer dropped us a Gotham City Sirens tease, y'all? I think so. Maybe, I think so. Maybe, potentially. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think, I really think, we said a couple weeks this. ago, I, I mean, I'm still thinking this, there's an outside shot that this is coming out in 2018 and this could be a second DC movie in 2018. I agree. Because it oh. seems in to like me, October or something. It seems like you should be able to do this as a smaller scale film. Mm-hmm. And with the success that have, has recently been with some of the smaller budgets, you know, whether it's Split on a Shoestring or even Logan or Deadpool, which are still big budget films, but sure. maybe like half of like what huge films are. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of thinking that they're, they're, this is going to be the next like official movie to be announced after Aquaman. But they're going to have to see. hustle, though. Yeah, but I can see them definitely. I'm with Roxy. I could actually see this being October, mostly because of building in the Halloween costumes, which I hate to say, but that is something that they factor in. But isn't Aquaman already October? Or no? No. Aqu- no. Aquaman. When is Aquaman in 2018? Oh, I can't let, keep those dates us, in my head. Let us check them. All right, we'll figure that out. But, oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah, late October would be great if I that could, was a true. I could definitely see that. Um, but actually, no, they might have moved the official date for Aquaman. They moved it off its date because they needed more time. So that's that's the problem. I think Aquaman is going to be coming around uh, October. Well, you guys uh, know this better October than we do. October 5th, yeah, October oh, okay. 5th, 2018. Yeah. So never mind. So would yeah. they be able to do it in November? It's too soon. When, and then what are you going to do? When, when, would movie it? when would the movie be then? Do you think it would get pushed to the following... 2019? Yeah. But we got a lot going on in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to hope that Wonder Woman and Justice League just... early in 2018? Do you think they get, like... 2018? That's a real push. So, like, a year from now. Yeah. That's super fast. That would have to be. That would be... The only way Gotham City Sirens happens in 2018 is if it's before Aquaman. But consider how much less post-production is going to go into... Uh, potentially a Gotham City Sirens than an Aquaman, which is going to be all post-production. Aquaman is going to be like an Avatar gravity level kind of situation. It's true. I just hope that they don't try to rush it just to get something done and then end up not delivering what Elena, it could I be. agree with you because I think a lot of us feel that that's, that was Ayer's problem with yeah. the first one. Rushed 100%. the script, rushed the production, interfered, and yet this guy makes this great mea culpa Comes out to the fans, he's like, hey, this is what we should have done differently. Yep. And to me, just that gave me total confidence in the guy again. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. It's great that you can see that. Yeah. Studio can recognize that. Everybody, now let's let the guy Unless make the movie the he wants to make. the studio says, this is the date, we're going to release whatever you got. I got to think he wouldn't get himself into that same situation again, but, but what do I know? Well, I mean, he did tweet out a, without even good. a caption, a simple photo of Black Mask from Batman Under the Red Hood. 
with a quote, I heard it's just the street stuff. It's not worth my time. And it looked like he's had a nice little glass of whiskey. So is this going to be the villain in Gotham City Sirens is, is what people I are I mean, now... he could have just been tweeting it for fun, but you got to you gotta believe he had a reason for it. It's a great choice. And I also love the fact that, like, let us know the villain now rather than, like, hiding the Enchantress. Yeah. And that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love how all these things are being released through social media now, like, and they could be totally just trolling us. I know we'll talk about the Henry Cavill one in a little bit, but, like, they have so much power over our emotions and our beliefs. Anytime anybody Instagrams something, if there's something in the background, if it's any sort of comic book or any sort of reference, mm-hmm. we zoom in, oh, we blow 100%. it up, and we're like, that's it? They're telling us a message? It's gonna be? <laughs> I love how all of us become, like, national treasure whenever yes. any of these Instagram or yeah. like Twitter comes out, we're like, we, we've decoded it. Yeah, the first letter of each word it actually means, really? and it's going yeah. to it's going to be brilliant. Released. Sir, brilliant. People spend the time on it. They find I gotta a way. think it means something because otherwise, if he gets a reputation for tweeting, you know, meaningless things, then people will stop paying attention to right. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you think he had to get permission from the studio if it does mean something. Oh, I definitely think that they're all complicit with how they market these films. I yeah. think, yeah, absolutely. Like, why that photo specifically? I mean, come on. Because maybe he liked the the drink. I think. I think the marketing people realize that. you love how, whiskey. I love whiskey. Uh, yeah, I love when whiskey. you get the stuff from the filmmakers, it means a lot more than just you know random detached, uh, you know, uh, 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 pre-production or advertising. You know, like when we get when we, you know James Gunn does such a great job with the Guardian stuff, right? Scott Derrickson did a great job with the Doctor Strange stuff. So it, you know, it lets the fans feel like the director, the creator, is so attached to it. And to be honest, David Ayer did a great job for Suicide Squad too. Yeah. I mean, he he came out and said fuck Marvel. In a public venue, like that was bold, you know. Mm-hmm. I wish he could have backed up the claim a little bit with the movie, but yeah. still, I like the attitude. Either way, Gotham City Sirens. I mean, it's going to be exciting to see for sure. I mean, yeah, I'm three, dreamcasting I'm so excited. hard in my head right now. Who are you thinking? Now, what are you thinking? Well, which characters? Are you looking at all the fan art out there so far? Like um, everything with Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in the chat right now about it too. Evan Rachel Wood for Poison Ivy. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. I've heard a lot of. There's just so many that would be amazing for it, especially for Cat. Woman, there's so many things you could think of that. Do you just... think? Do you think there'll be a Batgirl, Batwoman, Bat female? Oh, uh, mm, yeah. I don't. I kind of feel like there's not going to be in this one. I think they're going to wait and leave that as something that they could maybe add in. Charo, so any chance that we get a Batgirl? Poison Ivy? No, yeah, there's no way they're going to do a Batgirl. No mm-hmm. way. I don't. I don't see it. May- yeah, maybe. No. Right. I it don't just know. seems weird. I don't I've know. I've seen the villain trifecta. And then, like, our three ladies. Yeah. I I, I like that. And make it more of that Suicide Squad kind of Mm -hmm. flavor, like, bad against worse kind of thing. I like that, you know? Yeah. Then you got you got a mm-hmm. whole different, like, kind of side of the DCEU forming. I I feel like Batgirl might be a little forced. Like, Mm -hmm. it might be like, and don't forget. It's very hard to... But what about, like, a small reference to it? Well, it's just like it's a it's a tough character to pull off in the world where there's Batman, and then you start and you try to sell this gritty world, and then like, oh, here's Batgirl. Yeah, it's just hard to sell if it's. We don't not... need all the wings; just a little flutter. Yeah, I yeah. That. I'm <laughs> all right. That. Okay. Yeah, we will see. I will get to this. This is exciting. So, concept artist Ed Natividad, hope I said that right, shared some of his work from Suicide Squad, and it's kind of cool because we get to see. What could have been if what he drew ended up happening? And there's really... There's a scene here where Joker's actually sitting in the Batmobile. Yeah. That's, and I want that. I want the McDonald's drive through scene that really too. bad. Dri- we got all the photos. We got a drive through scene going on. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So so Batman stops off to presumably get himself a quick McNugget meal. He comes back and Joker's already showed up sitting in his car. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, when was this concept well, art drawn? Well, you know, as part of the pre-production process, yeah. Yeah, but like how far into it? I mean, it's crazy. I love looking at this But you can even see the Joker has got a different look there. He's got like a different style. He's almost using more of like the the painted smile and a lot of that. Yeah, before. So it it seems like it's early. But I'll tell you, that that Joker car is the same car. Sure is. Yeah. Looks badass. Maybe this was early when they were trying to do... uh, pretty awesome, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's almost like Wonder Woman mixed with Christina Aguilera's Dirty. And then they you were just I, like, we threw these in a blender. You know what I dug the most is the Scarecrow. So that tells you maybe Scarecrow yeah. is a possibility of being part of Suicide Squad. What's up, Coolio? I see you. <laughs> I see you, Coolio. So close so many times. That's it's interesting, like, oh, Scarecrow. And he was still hung oh. up to dry. Here's a photo. Uh, the concept art was done October 4th, 2014. So there you go. Looks oh, very Clint go, Eastwood, huh? man with no name. At least the Scarecrow yeah. picture was October 2014. So that's right. uh, a good year and a half before Squad yeah. came out. It seems it seems like Scarecrow would have been such a weird choice when it was like literally the only character that was in all three of Nolan's films. Mm. Yeah. You know, to go right back into Scarecrow seems yes. like it would be weird. I agree. Sure. I agree with that. Still pretty cool, though. But to uh, go back cool. into Joker would be weird. Oh, wait, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, Henry Cavill's got a, a bit of a sense of humor, after all. Um... I told you. Just a he's, little... he's trolling us. Yeah, of course they he is. They see you trolling. It's kind of adorable, though. The p- picture of his dog saying, what is it? I love it. Hal looking for Hal. Yeah. Again. Hashtag Green Lantern, hashtag Cal. And he keeps yeah. doing it. So, he keeps doing it. So his dog's dog's name is Kal-El? Or Cal? I think so, yes. Because yeah. he said just a cow looking cow. for a how. Yeah. His yeah. dog looks almost like, it's not a husky. It looks like maybe Mastiff Husky Mix. It's a big dog. Because then he calls himself Other Cal. I kind of like looking knowing... Looking for Hal yeah. when he has the reflection in the window. Yes. I kind of like that he has a sense of humor. It's making I me... I love it. Yeah. You got to. I love Cavill. He's a great dude. <laughs> How weird would it be if, like, Henry Cavill had a tiny dog? No, that would be totally fit, I think. Really? Yes. Well, he's a support It would be uh, weird if guy. Ben Affleck had a tiny dog. What? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can Super you Man, imagine? Superman's so big. Imagine even, Henry Cavill playing Batman and Ben Affleck playing Superman. Well, we that saw Ben Affleck in that terrible movie. Superman outfit from Hollywoodland. I don't know if Cavill can have... Uh, honestly, I like Cavill. I don't think he has the emotional range to play Batman. Can you imagine uh, Cavill being like, Where's Rachel? No. <laughs> no. Not even a little. No. No. I don't see it. Probably Where's not. Rachel? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just that's my Batman so voice. weird. Yeah. Like... Yeah, no. He would fit the suit good. I like how he's wearing, a Kansas, he's wearing a Kansas City Chiefs hat. I dig that. Oh, my God. Shout out, buddy. You just let me know. How many times have we seen that classic Superman wearing the Batman outfit when they did the little switcheroo move? I do want to see that move happen in some DC film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do a little dance, make a little love. So yeah. much yeah. outfits How about tonight. this, y'all? Uh, I don't know how much we could run with this, but, you know, the Green Lantern cameo in Justice League. Rumored. Rumored. Mm-hmm. They're now saying it's going to be a certain member of the Green Lantern Corps. It's already been supposedly been revealed here, right? And I'm trying to read on this. Have you guys seen this? 
Um, so now, but they're saying it's not going to be John Stewart or Hal Jordan. No, another Green Lantern Corps member, which is actually what we said. I think we talked about that and suppose that that makes a lot of sense because we haven't cast yet. We haven't cast it, and it could be an alien. It could be like Kilowog or, or Sir. any infant Abin Sir. Oh, Abin Sir, mm-hmm. that which makes a lot of sense. It does because he dies and then the ring. Right. Yeah, so uh, honestly, that would be. That was my favorite part of the Green Lantern movie. Like, I thought that looked incredibly good. Like, the effect on Abin Sur in that Ryan Reynolds film looked great. Um, but it would make sense, and it also well, it could it be... would lead into the core movie, because if, if he dies in, say, Justice League, the ring will then find its way into the next movie. Right, and if you haven't uh, cast yet... So, Green Lantern, great potential post-credit Justice League scene. You know, seeing the ring but do that if, whole thing. If you're doing Green floating. Lantern post-credit, then I think you might as well either use John Stewart or Hal Jordan. Uh, in the post-credit? If, if you're doing a you post-credit. Might. Oh, you might. Oh, you're not saying that's where... No, he... during the film, though, I think there's going to be an actual Lantern cameo helping the Justice League. Oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. I get it. Um, but the other thing is we have to assume that in this Green Lantern core film, one of the humans is already an established Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's got to train the other, the other one. one, right? Mm-hmm. That's the body cop system. Mm-hmm. So one of them's got to be f- what age? Do we think? Uh, like, could we see forty and twenty? Do we see fifty and thirty? Do we see? I think forties and late twenties, mm-hmm. perhaps early thirties, mm-hmm. forties. Okay. You know, um, speaking and of casting, do don't we have some Green Lantern casting rumors? Uh, well, yeah, there, uh, you definitely say it's a rumor for sure, and I think this would be a fantastic casting. Sorry, Tyrese. Um, but uh, possibly Trevante Adams, I think his name is Trevante Rhodes. Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight. From Moonlight, yeah. yeah. I, I'm still. I like him, and I think he did a great job. But I'm Sterling K. Brown all the way. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Well, MTV asked him. They go, uh, "What about you being Green Lantern?" And he just kind of smiles and goes, "I don't know." It's super coy, though. Yeah, yeah, as if to say, "Don't go any further with this." Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, I, I, listen, I'm sure. He's he's in talks, he's in approach, and I'm sure that I don't know could very much mean not that he's cast, but that he's like, but that he doesn't they know, genuinely yeah. doesn't know, doesn't know, and would like it. I mean, how many times do we see someone coming from an Oscar-winning movie, very heavy drama? Next bit is like your superhero, superhero. paycheck, all of the time, mm. right? all yeah. the time. Yeah, because I'm sure for Moonlight he wasn't paid handsomely. I'm sure he was paid okay, but... Sterling St- yeah. K. Brown would be great as well. I mean, he's, he looks to be a little bit older than Toronto. He's 40. I don't know how old Toronto is. I think probably much younger. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't argue with either one of those. Do you think it has to be Hal Jordan that's the older of the buddy cops? Or do you think okay, that Okay, so somebody, uh, from somebody from Geek Feed, who's in the chat role, thank you very much, said that's their story. They were contacted by someone who allegedly, allegedly attended the set and saw the concept art. So we know that there were people there that saw the concept art. I don't know, you know, that saw you know the Justice League set that happened months and months ago. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure that so so that's why they they're saying Abinsur. Oh. Look, that makes sense. It would be great, and we gotta have some lantern flavor. I think that would make the most sense of any of them. Adam, what do you think though? Do you think that it has to be John Stewart that is the older, or could it be Hal's older? What which way would be the better teacher? I think uh, so. Somebody right here is saying that El Mayimbe mentioned that they might go younger John Stewart, older Hal Jordan. Um, I think In which kind case, of would be too old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sterling would be too old if they Sterling, weren't younger. Yeah. If he was supposed to be younger, yeah, he would be. 
But then Army Hammer would be too old to be Hal Jordan? Because well, that's what a lot of the people think is well, already cast. And how old Army Hammer? He looks like he's like 12. He's 30s. I think he's in his mid-30s, I would think. Trevante is 27. If so. Army Hammer was going to be playing Batman in Justice League Mortal that was supposed to be in 2008, then, then you know, that's 10 years 30. ago. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be. God, Army Hammer's only 30. I hate you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Damn it. I know, right? Yeah, so <laughs> he's only 30. I still think so he could it, be He was cast at 20 to play yeah. Batman? It could, be, it could be Army Hammer and Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I really would like Trevante Rhodes, and I feel like... 27 yeah. I Yeah, I could see, just because of all the hype from the Oscars this year, too, and Moonlight getting so much attention, them wanting to kind of capitalize on yeah. that. Yeah. I haven't I mean, seen Moonlight. I want to. I just haven't a chance um, to see many The movies. other thing is, and Charo, what do you guys think about this? If you're going to have a more experienced er, uh, human lantern, then he has to have been off-world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For, like... From Man of Steel before, right? Of course. Because clearly, if there was a lantern on Earth, he would have been, yeah. And by the way, even if there wasn't a lantern on Earth, where was the core during Zod's attack on Earth? Mm -hmm. But don't you think that during all of the shows anyway? Anytime you're watching any of the shows and Supergirl's going through some major ish, and you're like, we've already seen your cousin, bro. I expect that that on Supergirl. I think that constantly on Supergirl. When they're just like, Superman's busy with something else, and I'm like, this is also important. He could be here in three seconds. (laughs) These movies that have the big budgets, that's why we're paying them to to work around. To think, Supergirl's got too many episodes, all those CW shows, like, you gotta roll with it. Maybe they've been in prison. Maybe they're they're in, like, Iron Heights. It would be pretty cool if they if they uh, deal Explain with it. Explain it. Or in the pipeline yeah. somewhere. Or it could be like Scientology and that alien leader is locked away on some other planet. Mm. He just can't get it. A lot out. of people would like uh, Idris Elba as uh, an older John Stewart. Idris too. Elba would be Absolutely. amazing. Uh, so Matt Reeves, the Batman, and he's got creative control, parentheses right for now. now. Uh, LOL, the director has creative control of a movie. <sighs> I mean, well, yeah. Shucks. That means a lot for these tentpole films. I if know, that's like, really the case, it's, it's just hysterical that that has to. But be I like... almost feel like how much of that is saying that for the director's peace of mind when they're like, okay, and there's no way that Ben Affleck doesn't have some creative he control. Definitely, or Jeff has Johns some doesn't have control. some creative. Well, we control. talked about this last week, where some people were, you know, very much believing that. Um, you know, Matt Reeves' negotiations were all about money, which they might have been, but I thought maybe it was more likely about creative control and, and, and the vision for the film. That's right. what I choose to hope well, as I a feel fan. Like it's probably... And, and he's seen the problems that Suicide Squad and BVS had, and, and Snyder, and then Snyder all got the a lot of drama for yeah. this. Right. With Ben Affleck already. Look, Warner Brothers is a pain in the ass. Let's just yeah. say it. And so he yeah. he realizes what he's getting into. And you don't want to say, okay, I'll be the director, but while I'm directing Ben Affleck, he also has the ability to be like, nah, bro, I'm going to do what I want. Like, yeah. you know, like you want the peace of mind of them saying you have creative control, whether or not that's necessarily completely true. Obviously, these other people are going to have influence, but when you're on set, you want people to say this point person is the point person. Not have them argue and Ben Affleck say, "Well, if I was directing, I no, would do." You know, I, I, I think I gotta think that this with this new crop of DC films, they're gonna be you know approaching them differently. You know, whether that means uh, having more faith in the directors or having more faith in whoever is sort of coalescing a streamlined vision. But either way, I'm very excited about the movies moving forward, specifically Aquaman moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful but cautiously optimistic about Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman and Justice League, but I'm 
really optimistic and hopeful and positive about Aquaman moving forward. But think about like how everybody is super on board with James Wan and like knowing he has he is the point person for this. This is him creating it versus Batman where it is all over the place. Like that's I think that's exactly what they need is they need to make Reeves have the kind of yes. Wan mentality where people are like this is who we go to. I got to say I'm kind of more excited about Reeves directing Batman than I was about Affleck directing Batman. It, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the the take he has on it. Because I never felt Batman Bat- Affleck seemed super into it. Like yeah. it was this rumor foisted upon him since he was announced as Batman. Oh, I can't wait, we're going to get the dir-. but he never seemed like if he was super excited about making a Batman movie, then like he would have had a vision that would have been announced. It would have been a thing. It seemed like they were like, "Come on, we want you to do it. We want you to do it." I just think he wanted more time. I was yeah. I was so excited about a Ben Affleck directed. He's just such an incredible filmmaker. I think you know, if Live by Night had done better, because that was his, where he was the go to point person for that. Like that was his dream that he realized, and then. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily received as well as he thought. I think I could definitely see him, you know, kind of wavering a little bit on being the point person for the the next Batman. Sure. I mean, and I, listen, I see both sides because people want a smaller, gritty, detective-driven, hard-boiled Batman movie. And that seems to more Affleck's sensibilities. But Reeves has clearly had more success with big tentpole movies that use big effects but also have... Tremendous emotional through line. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a Planet of the Apes fan. This guy me made neither. me a Planet of the yeah, Apes yeah. fan. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Oh my god, oh. it was to me the it, best Apes movie ever. Because not, he's so. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. That's fine. I was gonna, because he's centered on story and on central dramatic question, and yeah. that's the big problem I think with the DC movies. You need one central dramatic question from the beginning. What do we want to know? Is it going to be answered at the end? Not. Here's our question, and then it's, is everyone going to be cool at the end? Like, that's not a direct question, whereas he, I'm hoping with Batman, will take that too, where it's one focused plot line that then has secondary plot lines. Exactly. Just telling his story, not necessarily married to a Justice League or what's coming after or anything, but just tell this movie. We're not alone in our love for Matt Reeves, because clearly another director in the universe shares this thought. Johnny, want to hit us with the Patty Jenkins? Patty Jenkins! She, uh, someone asked her on Twitter about if she had a chance to talk to Matt Reeves, and he says, she said, yeah, I, I think he's great. I'm so excited to see his Batman and to have him in the DC universe. Great choice! I love support amongst the directors yeah. that we've got. Good. Mm-hmm. Buddy up. Call each other. Ask I'm, if something works. I'm stoked to see... <laughs> I mean, obviously we're all stoked to see Wonder Woman, but I, I think Patty Jenkins is going to be heralded as just... She's just going to bring her to a new level. It's nice to hear her talk like that, too, like welcoming him. It's, again, it's that same kind of fraternity vibe that you mm-hmm. get from, like... Again, like James Gunn uh, and, and Derrickson and all those guys. Like They're like, all right, yeah, we're in the squad over here. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, you know, Patty Jenkins is like, yeah, welcome to the fold. It seems like Ayer is going to be coming back. It seems like they might, like, have their stable of a roster of directors forming that might, you know, be making these movies moving forward. Like, to me, just that quote sounds like if Wonder Woman's a hit, then Patty Jenkins is going to get to do another Wonder Woman movie. Right. I think 100% that's going to happen. And that's exciting, you know, especially since it probably won't be a period film. It'll probably be yeah. a totally different kind of movie, kind of, you know, kind of like, you know, the second Captain America kind of. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's very exciting. I'm right hoping there. it's going to be almost, you know, a direct parallel to Captain America and just growing more and more and more and getting more... I, listen, movies, I, I, as much as I like the first Captain America, I think Winter Soldier might be my favorite of all the Marvel movies. Oh, man, that's a good one. So I, I would love it yeah. if, it, if it followed that trajectory. 
Uh, moving on, Adam. Nightwing style. How about that? Yeah, I got a little vision from Chris McKay, which is pretty cool. What do you think? Um, so, yeah, so didn't we have a quote from him? Yeah, we do. Um, he was talking about Batman and how he that Nightwing doesn't come from privilege. He says he's not the same, quote, dour and angry, end quote, hero. Uh, but the official quote says, he's a fascinating guy to me because he had all the same things happen to him. He's got some of the same negatives as Bruce Wayne. And then from a society standpoint, obviously he was adopted into the Bruce Wayne's life, but he didn't start that way. He's this guy who has all these negatives and then even more negatives, and yet he remains... That's uh, those are things why I like Dick Grayson, why I like the idea of Nightwing as a movie, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, so it sounds a little bit like all right. So we have somebody that he also said he has similar negative things, meaning like his parents were killed that Bruce Wayne has, but he also you're know, like you said he doesn't come from pli- privilege, privilege and whatnot. Yeah. So he's going to be a more upbeat. Clearly, you're getting the director of the Lego Batman movie, not to make the grim darkest movie you know you've ever made like clearly there should be uh this could be your smiling batman potentially a little bit i don't think as like bright and cheery as a barry allen but i think like with somewhere in between barry allen and bruce wayne i think you're gonna see a much more athletic uh aerobatic uh fighting style because he's Mm -hmm. the flying grayson so, well, where they've kind of grounded Batman's fight, fighting style to that brutal, like, almost UFC style, mm-hmm. I think Nightwing's going to be flipping, a flipping bastard. Yeah. That, that is a costume I, I cannot it's wait gonna to be, see, too. It's going to be like awesome. a, cool. the pro wrestling aspect would be like a luchador match. Yeah. Do yeah. Regular pro wrestling. And, and chat roll, is Nightwing taking the place of Cyborg? Is there going to be a Cyborg movie, or are they holding off on that? Because we had a Cyborg movie with a date. A lot of people thought Cyborg should be Titans. Now you have Nightwing. Now is a Titans thing happening? Does 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 Nightwing happen before Cyborg? Because it is really hard to go, like you said, we want to wait to see what people think of Justice League. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes more sense. Let this guy who just made this awesome Batman movie, like, greenlight that Nightwing movie, because that sounds like that'll work, rather than forcing a Cyborg movie. But where are we putting this all? It. Where is the Batman yeah. Standalone. Where is Bur- um, <sighs> Gotham City Sirens? Where oh, I think they're all going to be in two thousand and yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yep. I like, agree. It was a good year for wine. That's yeah, it's going to be announced in mid 2000s. It's going to be the Nightwing and then the Cyborg movie. For sure. Yeah. What, was that what is the most it's for amount? 2000, it's for what was yeah. the most so. amount of movies that we could have DC movies in one year? Do we think we could go up to four? Or do no. we think we no. Think, no. So three max. Is three something or is everybody still on I two? I think three is even too many, but I feel like I could see them potentially see three. doing three because, okay, yeah, yeah, just marketing and being able to piggyback off of each of so them. So a March, kind of a July, and a November. I'll give you an over under. Over under two and a half. Two and a half. There, oh, I there you go. Think <laughs> they're gonna have two movies that, and then just no, that half, half of what they. Dope. Yeah. They're Someone like, just saying this half done. Uh, Hugh Hoyland saying is Nightwing a humorous, human, humanous character? I think humorous. Uh, not necessarily, but I do think that he's got to be a little bit more lighthearted than the Batman. I think that's where they're trying to, uh, you know. Um, you know, make differentiate that character. I, I, I think, don't think it's going to be like a slapsticky, like Deadpool type vibe, no, but no, I think no, it no, definitely no, will no. be a lot more lighthearted than the gritty Batman yes, that we've seen. There's a whole. It'll be like there. kind of like Arrow when they have the crossover episodes. That's what I think of. Yeah, yeah. That's think kind like of a, yeah. crossover Arrow. Great, Johnny, what you got? Uh, TV time. 
What? Hey, there you what? go. Whoa. That was the weakest was intro a, to yeah, TV was, time ever. I mean, what do I got? I got TV time. I don't feel good about it. How do we get into this I mean, all never, of a sudden? We always awkwardly act like there's nothing else to talk Sometimes about. Sometimes you got to slide it in. And you got to slide it in the DMs with a TV time. All right, so go ahead. Give us the DMs. Seems rough. What's in our DMs right now? What? We'll read the DMs. TV times. What's in the DMs? It's TV times, guys. In hit, the DMs. Hit, hit me up with the DMs. What do you want me to say? Maybe some iZombie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I have to say his name? Yeah, go um, to your iPhone, oh get your DM, pull up iZombie. Raul Coley. Yeah, Raul Coley. Did I say it right? I th- I'm pretty sure that's yeah. how I said it. Sweet. Raul. He's going to play a villain on Supergirl. Take it away, Rox. Uh, yeah, he is. So this is an interesting casting that's actually gotten people really excited, but also a little nervous. What's... What's additionally interesting about it is that iZombie not only just cast him potentially to play a villain uh, on Supergirl, but if you notice from this week's Powerless, Johnny, because mm-hmm. I know you've been watching, there was an iZombie actor on Powerless this week also playing a villain. People, I think, uh, you have to remember, this is the Virgo series, it's a completely different Earth also. Right. Same DC universe, but they're allowed to be whoever they want to be. But people were worried if he becomes some sort of, like, regular on Supergirl, what would that mean? I so didn't take it that way. I think he's probably going to be, like, not even, maybe a big bad of the week or a three-episode arc or something like that. I think glorified cameo. Yeah, he, he definitely can still be on iZombie. He's amazing. He's a staple on that show. He's incredible. We love him there. So don't don't be too nervous about this, I don't think. Uh, but anyway, I'll tell you guys what was announced. This is coming from uh, Entertainment Weekly. They say that he uh, is playing Jack Spear, a a charismatic tech genius who has spent decades working on a medical innovation that will eradicate major illness and change the face of the world if it works. So, coming over Hmm. to Supergirl, um, I'd be excited to see him there. He says, I'm so excited to be working on Supergirl. Um... Starring as Jack's fear, it's given me the chance to continue my relationship with the CW as well as fulfill my goal of meeting a Kryptonian. Ha 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 ha. So they, they really do recycle <laughs> actors like... at the CW a lot. I re- come All on, the time. Mikey Christmas is going to be on the D- a DC show. It's got okay. I Within hope the so. Year. It's I, happening. I don't like that to. if he puts together his stuff on Jane, that I'll send it over to David. So we'll see if he takes up on me up on that. <laughs> nice. We'll see. Yeah, but if you're over there, it's way easier to stay in that universe in the CW. CW universe, especially if you're already in with Berlanti, too. They, I feel like yep. all those people. Um, but yeah, so don't be nervous about that. I would not be nervous about that. Uh, other casting. Uh, Gotham is casting uh, Game of Thrones alum Alexander Sittig as Raja Ghoul. Uh, yeah, yeah. I- so we get another Rachel Ghoul. This guy went from never having been uh, depicted uh, in, in a film or TV show in like 2008 to we've got Rachel Ghoul all over the Rachel place. Rachel Ghoul left, Rachel Ghoul right, Rachel Ghoul getting beat by Green Arrow, Rachel Ghoul beating Green Arrow. Yeah. How many Lazarus pits do we have this time? Do we bring the Lazarus pit back? Where is he going to take place in Gotham? I don't know. Yeah. But at least <laughs> I mean, with it, Arrow, everybody's like, he's taking all of Batman's villains. So now at least he's on with in a Bruce Wayne show. Yeah, I was going to say, you're acting as if Gotham isn't jumbled already. So I mean, No, yeah. I love Gotham. I love no, Gotham. me too, me too. Uh, so yeah, he looks like a villain. Uh... If he if it Roz. smells like a villain, California forty nine says Raz, not Race. You know, I I I agree. I normally say Race Raz Al Ghul, but I've heard some like Batman creators, like old school guys, saying Race Al Ghul. So I, I don't know, to, man. They, you almost say it with like a J or a G, like Raja, 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 Raja. Raja. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
Like Zsa Zsa. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for news, but we did have a lot of shows this week. I have no idea why Legends didn't air this week. Maybe it's just a... I appreciate thing. it when they kind of just don't. Sometimes it's just too many to yeah, watch at once. I like it when somebody's It didn't, it didn't air two weeks one. ago, and then it did last week, and then it didn't this week. It's like... Either give us two weeks off, or yeah. do the on and off thing. But anyway, I think it was. I think or announce it, like have it, like yeah, it just know. didn't happen. It was strange. Uh, but we did get uh, a big, a couple big reveals this week. Who yes. watched? Who watched what? Adam, what are you? What are you caught up on? What okay, so I, I, I liked Supergirl this week cool. a lot. Th- there is some dumb stuff about it, like. Like we were talking about before, I really it bothers me when smart characters are written stupid just to serve the show. Yes. Alex particularly was like a moron. But I love seeing Supergirl and Martian Manhunter just flying and kicking ass. Um, Monel has got a great character now. So right now it's very interesting because the internet is completely divided over hashtag caramel. Um, <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I love that! Yeah, which that. is what Supergirl and Monel are together. Oh, oh, I love god. that. So, caramel. Oh, internet. I, I, so love, I love me some caramel. That's I think that sweet. they're great. But a lot of people are not into it, and they say that Monel doesn't treat her well, that he doesn't trust her, that he didn't, you know, that he had to That's eject great. himself. But so he was, he was also to, right. He was also right. Where do you right, have to go if, if he treats her well and everything's gravy? Like, that's not, it's a show. And There's I do be... think he treats her well. I just think that he's learning to have that her as a girlfriend. It's different. You're dating Supergirl. Yeah. It's, it's challenging. It's, I love that scene when he walked in. She was like, I want privacy, respect this. And he just like, first thing that he does. I mean, that, that's. Yes, that's I agree. I agree. It was funny. I agree. So I'm I'm all in on Supergirl right now. Uh, Powerless was really interesting this week. It was the first week that I actually was like, uh, maybe I get into the show. Yeah, it's weird. I based off the first trailer, I was sure it was going to be awful. And I'm I'm an optimist in general. Yes, you know, you like are. I'm all for comedies. I'm a comedy guy. And like I said, I I know Ron Funches, so obviously I'm, I'm a fan of his as well. And I gotta say, man, this show is so much better than I thought it would be. Like, I watched this episode again, episode four. It was enjoyable. The writing is very clever. I love shows that have legitimate punchlines in them. Like, you could see (laughs) the setup and the punchline in the dialogue, but if it's delivered right, it just works. And this cast is delivering the punchlines, and it's really, it's clever, it's creative. You had the... It's cute. The Batarang, you know. It is. It's a cute show. If you want to have a, a fun half hour where you're going to enjoy yourself, you're going to love the jokes, you're going to enjoy the cast, then hell yeah, I'd yes. recommend Powerless. And it's a pleasant surprise, let's put it that way. Now we're going to get into some major, major spoilers. And I am saying that, like, this will ruin Flash and Arrow for you if you haven't watched already, so <laughs> check out for a minute. Sorry at the table for people who haven't watched. We had something happen on Flash this week that we have been waiting for. For years and years and years. Well, I guess only three years because we're on season three. But anybody who re- reads the comics has been waiting for this for a while, too, or has already seen it. We got an engagement, guys. Or oh, at least we got a proposal. That's right. We got a... I was like, what is it that we've been waiting for for years? We got a... Because I'm like, I was not very, waiting for that for years, but cool. Very Iris proposal. Yeah. I mean... Come on! I, I was expecting it to be during a premiere or during a finale or during. It just kind of happened. Like he he was being all great to her, and then he sets up with the roses and all these things, and I was like, I had no idea it was coming. And then he takes out a box, and I'm still I still don't know it's coming. Like, and then he opens it, and it's a diamond ring, and I'm like, Why is he showing her a diamond ring? What's happening here? And then he starts telling this story about his grandmother, and I'm like. 
Why is he telling her this? Guys, Roxy's getting proclaimed. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god. They shipped oh each god. other. They shipped because each other. Because how do you change the future? He's, he's, he's getting smarter, and I'm in, and we've been waiting for it, and we didn't hear what she's like, you know, hopefully she says yes and stuff. Counterpoints? Guarantee she's going to be killed this season. Oh, no. Guarantee that the future happens exactly as it was supposed to happen, despite everything that they've done and to And then we get her back, it. or she stays killed. I mean, the cheesy way would be like, oh, it's Earth-14, Iris, we'll fall in love. But, I mean, that's the problem. But, listen, I think she's going to get killed. I think they're setting it up for a serious emotional gut punch. Yeah, that's that's my always house. the case. Is <laughs> anytime anyone's happy, they're like, yeah. this will not be. I'm such a shipper that, like, <laughs> all are. the stuff that was happening with Grodd and all of the amazing Aww. effects and everything going on, I can't think about it anyway. I was well, just like, Adam's a shipwrecker. He just killed yeah, it for you. You need to watch this back. I'm watching back the live feed right now, and I just see it on silent. I just see Roxy doing this and just throwing her arms in excitement. I was freaking out. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Imagine what happens when I actually get proposed to. I'm be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, yeah. I did. It didn't connect. All the steps sure, that he sure. took. None of them were there. He me. was, like, getting her a lot of flowers, too. Like, was it, it too many flowers always, at some point? Uh, yeah, because you want to know what happens when you get that many flowers? They all die. And then you have a lot yeah. of dead flowers. What and about, flowers smell bad. I they thought, do. And I know, like, Barry Allen's got a super fast metabolism, but I thought that the breakfast he prepared was a bit carb-heavy. Pancakes lit- and French toast. Yes. I mean... Oh, See, that is the part I was most on board with. I was like, get all those flowers out of here and bring me like nine more pancakes. Yeah, like, but at, least, <laughs> at least grab a mimosa for me as well, please. Thank yeah. you. Need those bubbles. Get the so, bottle and the carton. That was mixed. a huge deal. We also got a massive reveal over on Arrow. Sure did. Uh, we've been, this is something we've been waiting for all season. We've been theorizing who is Prometheus, who is Prometheus, who is Prometheus. And a lot of people guessed this from the beginning. Then they tried to What's it called? We throw somebody off your scent. Is that what it is? Yeah, throw them off your throw scent. Them off the scent. Yeah. Uh, and it it's his right hand man at the office. It, and, and what's the character's name? I don't even remember. <laughs> but he's been helping Diggle. Get, I'm still confused though, because like he's helped Diggle get out, and he's and he's helped now like with so many things. But I guess he could have been setting up Green at Oliver to take the fall, and that's why he's done some of these things. I don't know, but I need more answers. Hello, Arrow. Knock, knock. Who's there? Answers, please. Answers what? I know you forgot about answers because you haven't given them to me in a long time, but if you could remember. Thank you. I needed so, that. Was, okay. That was a powerless setup. Adrian Chase. Okay, Chase. so do we think, does Adrian Chase know that Ollie is Arrow? Yes. He knows. I believe he knows. Do we know that he knows? Well, we know that... Chat roll. In the show, do we know? In the world of the show, do we know that well, he knows? why else would he have leaked that Oliver Queen buried the the autopsy? Oh. Because he's been all about the mayor and the corrupt mayor. He's been like... Uh, Prometheus has been coming after the mayor, not necessarily Arrow. Prometheus was kind of working with the Arrow. He's like, yeah, you're a wuss because you don't kill anymore. Oh. So that's the know. thing. Yeah, I so I think I think... Uh, uh, yes, because Prometheus knows he's Arrow. Do we know that for sure? I thought, I thought we knew. And yeah, because, I don't know. And then what about Vigilante? That's a separate person that we don't know who that is? Vigilante? Hmm. Yeah, Vigilante. The Vigilante, the other Arrow no, guy? No, I, I know exactly who, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't but we don't know who that is yet either. And, and with all the flashbacks that we keep going to Russia and, uh, come on. You sound exhausted. Arrow's exhausting. Because I'm in. I'm, I'm back in okay. this season, but it's exhausting. It's exhausting. 
You gotta just like. I think all the TV shows itself are exhausting. Remember, I'm trying to remember all the characters. I watch every single one of your shows. Give me a break, Arrow. I'm more into and Russia Thea. than I am to the island, though. I'm like, Thea. all right, at least. Uh, yeah, uh, at a least I'm getting. Too. Yeah, I'm like, at least we're Thea getting. Thea keeps trying to ruin everybody's life. Thea's all up in there trying to ruin other people's life this episode. Like, what? Yeah. Thea, what are you doing? Felicity's Stop sliding helping. in. Stop so, sliding in. Get out of my DMs. Get out of them DMs. And speaking of good news, Mr. Terrific is now a free agent, yeah. so he can get some of that terrific strange that's out there. Yeah. Speaking of sliding in, oh, we got to wrap it up, guys. <laughs> oh. Okay. We're just just not going to talk about all the wonderful uh, men that Mr. Terrific is going to meet. I'm trying to be really open-minded here and talk about how excited I I am. I I really like it. I I was upset about Mr. Terrific's um, ex. Were they engaged ever? Or was it just his boyfriend? He was married. Oh, his husband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because he was like, you're divorcing me. I always thought that he was. Oh, yeah, no, no. That was at the end of the episode. I don't know if you saw that last part yet. That was like the last thing that happened in the episode. Because he asked to get lunch. Oh, yeah, and I missed it. Yeah, so he was excited. He thought that we were going to be back together. Yeah, but I. He's like, I'm dropping you. I did not want them back together, though. I did not want that because he. Gave him an ultimatum, and hello, your boyfriend's a superhero, so do not... That's how you should deliver it. Do it. Yeah. Yes, I see. So, Elena so. Jordan, put yourself over. Hey, guys, I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. You can also find me right back here on AfterBuzz TV tonight for Face Off's after show. And you can also find me talking sci-fi, acting whatnots on RelativityPodcast.com. Doing some sci-fi stuff with Lee Shackelford from Star Trek Next Gen. All yeah. right. Yeah. Adam Gertler. Uh, hey, everybody. You can find me online at Adam Gertler. Apparently, I have to go and study some of my Arrow history and keep my Prometheuses and Vigilantes straight because I'm a little confused right now, and I'm watching these shows. That's fine. Uh, you can see, I think you can still see my interview with the cast of Logan. Uh, I believe it's airing on FXM, and I think it might be airing tonight on FX. Maybe after Days of Future Past or some movie. If you look at FXM Presents, you'll see my cast with James Mangold, Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman. That was a lot of fun. Go see Logan, even though it's not a DC movie, because it is an incredible movie if you're over 18. If not, you're going to have to sneak in with your older brother or sister. Indeed. Sneaky blind. Uh, All right, guys. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. This Friday, 2 p.m. on Flash and Friends over at Screen Junkies, we are actually interviewing... David Soboloff, who does the voice of Grodd. So we're going to get all the questions cool. answered by him. Uh, yeah. That's Sweet. awesome. Uh, let's see. Regular Hero Blood Drive is coming up March 10th and 11th. If you're in L.A., please donate blood. Save some kids' lives. Um, I'm at Jay Quasto. Sacramento, March 15th. I'm at the Sacramento Punchline. If you're in Northern California, I'll tell you about tickets there. Wednesday, April 5th, I'll be in Orlando. That's WrestleMania week. I'm doing a show in Orlando. If you're down there, please come out. It'll be a small little venue. It's going to be super cool. Otherwise, jlocomedy.com. The comedy album's coming along well, guys. I cannot wait to finish it. I'm going to bug the holy hell out of everyone when it's finally finished. Thanks for watching. And, of course, Mike Kalinowski, at Mike Kalinowski. Watch Jane the Virgin. Watch him. Enjoy him. Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll see you next time. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.